Hello, hello. I'm Dennis Hensley. Hello, and I'm Tony Tripoli, and this is my Diet Coke. And this is my oh, Diet Coke. Doesn't that sound good? Oh, out of a can. Best, song in, best sound in the world. I only like it, I really, really need it to be with ice. I know, I understand that. But this is The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. That's right. We were giving some opinions right out of the gate. This is an emergency podcast. <laughs> it's an emergency podcast. We just did a podcast the night before last. It just got posted yesterday. Yes. And yet, today is Tuesday, August 4th. Right. Fat Tuesday, as it were. I don't know. When is Fat Tuesday? It's in February, yeah. right? I don't know what that is. I don't know when it is or Fat what it's It's signifies. right before Mardi Gras. I think it's okay. the Tuesday before Mardi Gras. But yeah. this is Fat Tuesday because I, uh, as you know, I'm a writer on the show The Dish on Style Network, and we are all assigned shows that we have to watch and then pull clips from uh, to find the funny moments. And one of my shows is a little show called More to Love. Which I like to call More to Eat. Which I like to call uh, Big Fat Bachelor. And... <laughs> I, last week in the show, I actually got the network to sign off on Danielle introducing the clip from the premiere episode saying, how do I describe Fox's new show more to love? Oh, I know. It's The Bachelor, but with man boobs. And I couldn't believe we got yeah. away with that. Um, but I wa- we, Dennis and I just watched tonight's episode, and I was like, get the microphones out. Because it's we have an to emotional roller coaster. It's, first of all, it's, it is a plain regular roller coaster. And... It's like a roller coaster, and it also has cotton candy and a snow cone and a hot dog and Funnel a cheese cake. on a stick. Yes, because the, so it's like not only it's an emotional roller coaster, but then there's also yeah. snacks. But do you like it? Do you like it? Well, here's the thing. I was so excited. I really wanted that show for work because I was like, I can't wait to make you know wait. I can't wait to make fun of these people, which we've already done. You know, these fat Even, girls. Basically, right. I can't wait to make fun of these fat girls, and then. Two minutes into the first episode last week, I'm here all alone on the comedy couch in a ball crying into a gym towel. Right. Like, literally. <laughs> and I think there's a certain irony that right, it was exactly. a gym towel. Just clean up the couch after you work it. Oh, after you cry. Oh, my God. And these Wipe girls, down the couch. they're so right out. For those of you that haven't watched it, you need to watch it. It's on Fox on Tuesday nights. You've got to watch it. But right out of the gate, these girls get out of the limo, and they're like, boom, right out of the gate. I've never been on a date before. Um, I've never had a second date. No man has ever asked me for my phone number. Uh, the one guy that ever asked me out, it turns out it was a joke. Like, they're laying that shit yeah, on. I was invited to a pig party. Oh, my God. Or and some it's... guy won a prize for bringing me. And literally, I'm so excited because I can't wait to make fun of these women. And then in 90 seconds, I feel like the biggest a-hole in the world. I'm reduced to tears. I love them all so much. All? Yeah, I was. Well. I've overheard some. No, assholes. there's a couple. There's a couple of bitches. Yeah, but he's done a pretty good job of getting rid of the girls that I don't like. Yeah, except for he did keep one tonight. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So, uh, but, but every soundbite, like at first it's moving, and then you realize that every soundbite is, no one's ever loved me, and I also I thought he was wearing a nice shirt. Like nobody ever just says, "Oh, he made that funny joke." Everyone's like blubber. Every soundbite is well. Tear also, choked. every soundbite starts out normal, yeah, and then becomes crying. So it's always like, "I really had a nice time with um him on our date this afternoon, but I keep thinking that no man has ever loved me, and I'm gonna die alone." Yeah. And you're like, "Whoa, whoa, cut, stop!" Oh my, yeah. <laughs> you want to do one? It was amazing because I'd never ridden in a limo before, and it was my first time, and there were all these seats and all you can drink, and then I was afraid that the limo driver was going to say something about my way to make a joke about a flat tire. 
That's so sad. Right? But that really it really is that's the whole hour. Every answer is colored by Luke that. Luke was so romantic. He hired a jet and we went to Vegas, just the two of us. And we were driving down the Vegas strip and I kept seeing all these buffets and I kept thinking about how the bim that I've dated before joke that I was not all you can eat. Like, yeah. oh, okay, it's stop. Really like that. Back it up. So, Diet Coke for me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of my favorite things was there was a cabaret singer on the episode. Who's 37 years yeah, old. Who, and looks a little, but whatever, you know, she got the boot. She got eliminated. But she's <laughs> keeping it together. She ain't going to change for no guy. But the good thing about this show is when you get the boot, you tend to eat it. Yeah. So that's good. So it's not like she's. She wasn't even that big. She just was 37. Right. And that looks like, that looked like a bit of a lie. Like, she, But, you know, but the, my favorite idea, my favorite thought is that she's actually a cabaret singer so she's going to incorporate this into her act and she'll be like at the holiday and going how many of you folks out there have ever met a guy and you go to a boat party with 14 other girls who he also is making out with (laughs) he's also dating there's this weird boom mic hanging over you and you're thinking gosh i'm fat but i'm not as fat as most of these girls and you know what that's like you know how, uh, show of hands anybody anyone, anyone? sure lovers oh, in the house just me couples any anybody? couples no all right well any couples in the house whose combined weight is similar to mine anyone no this song all is right. just for me then all right well then uh, thanks i'm gonna send this out to me <laughs> <laughs> maybe this time <laughs> I'll be lucky. <laughs> I'll be lucky. Yeah, it's um, really like anyone who's on the American Airlines flight to Philadelphia. Your yeah. plane is leaving in 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but for those of you that are flying to London, you have plenty of time. Although I do want to remind you that anything in your bag, any liquids in your bag need to be smaller than three ounces. Also, right. we have a drink special. Uh, it's the Mai Tai. Yeah. It's two for one for the next two hours. Mai Tai is two for one. Traveling salesman, anyone? Anyone? Okay. Also, uh, those of you that have been on a dating show where you were trying to date a 400-pound man whose breasts were larger than yours. Network uh, only, not anyone, cable. No? No one? Just me? Really? Okay, wow. Uh, oddly. Right. Wow, I'm surprised by that. Okay. Welcome to the uh, Seattle Lounge and the Holiday Inn. Anybody, <laughs> show fans, anyone here ever been sexually harassed by Mike Fleiss in his office while trying to just get on anyone, a Just anyone. Go ahead. Show? Don't be shy. Put your hands Sh- up. Just, no. We're not going to put the light on you. Wow. It's fine. Really? It's a safe place. Anyone told you were going to be on an unconventional show <laughs> that's about dating and you show up and it's you and a bunch of fatties? Anybody? Anybody? Just a bunch of really fat women. <laughs> well, a couple of them had mustaches. Nobody? No. Really? No wow. one. I really wow. thought that was okay. some people here might have had that experience. Some say love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to sing The Rose, but we didn't get roses on that show. We, we didn't get roses. We got rings. rings. So I'm going to yeah. do a little twist. Forgive me, Bette Midler. Originally, they were going to put bells around our necks, uh, (laughs) and we were just going to wander around the mansion with (laughs) bells ringing, but apparently it was a sound problem, and they had to change that after the pilot. Uh, Oh, that reminds me, speaking of pilot, if anyone is uh, flying to San Francisco on Southwest Airlines, your flight is just about to leave out of gate 2B, 2B. And now I'm going to do my version of Rocket Man. Thank you, Johnny. It's really like I'm obsessed <laughs> the with cabaret. the 37 year old cabaret, <laughs> and they listed her as a cabaret performer. Yeah. So really, we we think she's singing yeah. songs, but she could have been a stripper. She could have been, you know, with there's old lady boobs. She could have done. Uh, also, there's the one girl, the girl that really broke my heart tonight, who I will now make fun of, Melissa. 
Uh, there's two Melissas. There's Melissa there A. Of course. But I don't think Melissa A's last name starts with an A. I think it's Melissa because she spells her name M A L I S S A. So already I don't like her. No, that's bullshit. I don't believe in that. No. You know, I do not like the unconventional spellings no. of the names. No. And it, like, if you're African American, then I'm going to be a little more generous with that. But this is a blonde white girl like from like Orange County. Yeah. And she's got no excuse to be Melissa. That's yeah. whatever. And I don't like her attitude. But um, the other Melissa, the other Melissa is was the one who has never been on a date before. No one's ever asked her out. She's never had a date. She's 22 years old. Obviously never been kissed because she never had a date. So finally, she gets her first date. And the first group, they go on two group dates. The first group goes uh, on a yacht. And then Heather... Uh, Literally, they set foot on the yacht. They pour them a glass of champagne. They haven't done the toast yet. And Heather starts puking. Right out the gate. Right. Just And then spends the rest of the evening uh, down below deck while the rest of them have a huge dinner. Uh, then the second dream date, those girls are like, wow, you went on a yacht? Oh, my God. You had champagne. You had a big dinner. Our date's going to be so great. Next day, their dream date is grab your bathing suit. You're having a pool party with him just at his house. At his fake house that he lives in for the show. So they all get over there. And poor Melissa is like, I've never had a date before. And I'm having my first date. But there's seven other girls on the date. And I have to wear a bathing suit. And I've never been in a bathing suit in front of a man before in my life. So I'm already totally heartbroken for her. And then, do you know what happens to her, Dennis? Does she puke too? Right. She doesn't puke. She wishes she puked. She gets so sunburned down both arms and so the rest of the episode every time they show her she has these giant red lobster claw arms and she's talking about how i just want him to love me did she get the boot she didn't make it either she didn't make the cut no no he kept her he kept her i think he kept her yeah yeah no he kept her because i would have been really up in arms. We yeah have been totally there would have been no podcast so she's soaking in aloe vera for the uh, next before the but next yeah, day. so God, there's so much good television right now. Like what else? Well, so you think you can dance is That's ending, it. and you know that show was dead to me when they eliminated Jason. Two well, weeks it wasn't ago. even alive to you until this season. I made fun of, of that show around. for all these years. This show, I finally decided to fall in love with the dancers and Cat Dealey. And then they do me like this. I just I don't feel like that was really smart of Fox to do that, but you know, that's how they chose to do it. But see if Jason didn't win, now when you meet him, he's a little he's not too cocky. He's a little more vulnerable. Like I'm gonna meet first like I need to meet another twenty one year old Filipino. Yeah. That's you really do. the that's what I need in my life. You start you open with you should have won it all. <laughs> then you're now in. let me make sweet, sweet love to you. Now let me make sweet sweet love to that beautiful chest. And also, Jason didn't take his shirt off early and often enough. Yes, he did. Right well, out of the he, gate, he, he did that. It. He did the uh, Indian number, oh, the ba- Bollywood. But he had, I think he had a vest on. No, he had like Both. a collar. Okay. It was wow. yeah. He no. I like Jason. He was great. Yeah, he was really great. But so, but I hate Mary Murphy, and I feel like we should ask her to leave the country. Um, I don't like a, her. She annoys me. I don't loop. buy it. She's a Fruit Loop. Yeah. But I, when she calms down, I think her criticism is good. Like her ballroom yeah, stuff but is good. Twice a season. Yeah, that's true. So I don't like so you think you dance. But most of those guest judges aren't that good either, the ones in that third seat. Uh, well, they, you can't beat Debbie Allen. I mean, yeah. Debbie Allen really is the ultimate. Uh, Tony Basil does a good job. Mm-hmm. But Debbie Allen is great because she's just like, child, yeah. you got my heart beating like a drum. You are evangelizing dance. <laughs> yeah, it's really like, okay. Yeah. Remember Fame Child? Fame Child, when that, that variety, that was like a 
American Idol show called Fame. Fame. But we called it Fame Child because yeah. it was hosted by Debbie Allen. And she just kept saying, welcome back to Fame, Child. Was she the and host? Like, she was Ch- one of the yeah. judges. No, she was the host. My favorite was when Carney Wilson, who couldn't be more nice. She was – Paul. Carney was the nice judge. Yeah. They had like JoJo on the radio or Valentine, some God, DJ. I don't remember anything. And then Carney. I can't remember who the third – but it was two men – who were cranky, trying right. to be Simon. And then Carney, who was the Paula, who was always sunshiny. Yeah. So after somebody sang really badly, the guys both say their mean thing. And Carney says, that might have been, you know, not the per- perfect song choice for you, but you look great. And you really, you're such a performer. You, Even though maybe you didn't hit all the notes, you were really selling it. And you really, you know, you really have that showmanship. So good for you. And then fucking Debbie Allen said, don't be a hater, Carney. <laughs> Apparently, I got the feeling that Debbie Allen had some investment in that particular kid. Like, he went to the Debbie Allen school Probably. or whatever. Like, she was sticking we'll up never her know. Own. But she told Carney not to be a hater. Don't be a hater, Carney. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Debbie fame Allen's child. in the new fame as well. She, the movie? Uh, yes. That's exciting. I'm I know. I interviewed movie. a kid that's in it named Asher Book, and he's adorable. And I like he, the name Asher. He's cute. My friend Tracy who is the creator of Clean George, the One of sponsor of our show, has a son named Asher. That's his son's name. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Awesome. That's his son's name. Yeah. I like that uh, name, too. Oh, you know what else we have to talk about? What's that? Um, the the Bravo show, Watch What Happens. With starring Andy Cohen. Watch What Happens. Uh, it's on Thursdays at midnight live with Andy Cohen because I just feel like he really is the least capable host on television. I haven't like, watched the He whole makes thing. me miss Drew Lachey and his finesse in front of the camera. Like, it's really like he's no Joey Fatone. Yeah. Well, I worked with Andy on a pilot for Bravo a few years ago called Dishin. Right. And I liked him, and it was fun to work with him. And I had a full confession, I kind of had a crush on him. And if you watch the footage, you could kind of see that I have a crush on him a little bit. I, uh, he's, but, um, he's, just, he's just so smarmy and. And he de- what I really hate is the fr- it's like we're live at the Bravo Clubhouse, and he's like, but is- we're having a real cocktail, and here's my guest who I'm going to introduce and then not talk to because right now I need to tell you what I'm obsessed with this week, and it's the monologue. Oh, his little monologue is yeah, I but saw that. That's- it's three things, and he and it's like uh, the the naked cowboy in New York City has decided that he is going to run for mayor. I mean, what's that about? That's literally his punchline. What's yeah. that about? Wow. And then he's like, look at this outfit that Lady Gaga yeah. wore. It's Benoodles. Really? It's Benoodles? Yeah. That's all you got? Yeah. Like, so he's doing the monologue, but it's really three setup lines with no punchline and then an awkward silence. And there's no live audience. So he's holding for a laugh that wouldn't happen if there was yeah. an audience. But there's also not. It's just, it's excruciating television and the first bit for sure well everything and he really doesn't ask good questions and he everything is sort of about him and his special friendship with all the stars yeah, and it's like but it's nini from real housewives that's yeah. not like someone you brag about yeah. being friends with like can you can i tell you my favorite andy cohen memory from the height of my crush yes can i shit on it when you're done yeah totally. oh, okay that's what the um, podcast is about so we were getting ready, you know, we, we worked together for about a week and then we were going to tape the pilot at the end of the week. And like on Thursday, they sent out for coffees for us, for the talent. And I remember the idea that some guy would go get me coffee as being like, oh my God, this is what it feels like to be somebody. Yeah. I, it was a very key moment, but then it went down the crapper. <laughs> but um, 
So they came back with Starbucks, and sometimes every once in a while you turn around and the Starbucks cups seem to get bigger than they were the last time. Like sometimes, so they, he came back with my coffee and it was gigantic. And I said, "Is it me, or did, did this is this cup enormous?" And Andy Cohen looked at it and he goes, "I want to fuck that cup." And I, I was like. I that turned me. That Wait, excited is, this, me. is this a good story? Yeah, <laughs> I could tell that same story about. Let me tell you how despicable Andy Cohen is. No, just that it was like a robust. And you're telling it like this is a good story yes, about it someone. Excited me. It did. Oh my! I yeah. I shudder to think about the compliments you yeah. give me behind my back. Then, right. if that's re- that's not a it's not yeah. a it's not a flattering story. I want to fuck that cup. It was just like, oh, you know what? I love yogurt land. You know what? I want to. Fuck yogurt land. Oh, I want to fuck yogurt land. But that's totally different, Dennis. That's not even how do you, you compare that? You want to stick it in each spin and every flavor. <laughs> I want to fuck it and have it be shaped like a star. Yes. So I love, that, but the that idea. makes sense. That's like everyone wants to fuck yogurt land. If brain, if Jason from So You Think You Can Dance had said, "I want to fuck that cup," you would have liked it. It would be a charming anecdote. Yes, it would be. So he was in that okay. moment. Let me just say, Andy yeah. Cohen is no Jason from So You Think right. You Can Dance. And let me tell you one more Andy well, Cohen story. First of all, story. he doesn't have the turnout. Do you know <clears throat> my Andy Cohen story? Have I told you this? I think I told I you this. Remember. I think I told you this last week. But it wasn't on the air. So, is this uh, dishy? This is like scandalous. This is really scandalous. I had Shit. this person who I met who uh, was, I knew he, he was a dancer, right. is what I knew. Um, turns out he was a go-go dancer, a stripper, and gave ours. Uh, and then upon further exploration, I found out he actually also was doing porn. Cabaret artist. So, I'm sorry, you're right. He was a cabaret performer. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe this time. Um, and so, anyway, so the, this cabaret performer was calling me because we exchanged numbers when we first met before I knew all this dirt right. on him. And so he was calling me and he really wanted to go out and, and I was like, no, no, no. And, you know, I was in a relationship. I was with dating Eric at right. the time. So it was never going to happen because I met him before I met Eric. And so then I started dating Eric and then I was like, no, you can't call me. I have a boyfriend. So I didn't hear from him. Well, then I hear from him about a month after Eric and I broke up and he's like, hey, you still have your boyfriend. And I was like, actually... No, I do not. So that's when I started like talking with him and I actually Googled him. And that's when I found out he was like doing porn and stuff. And then it turns out he was doing, I later found out he was doing bareback porn. And it was really like, so it's a good thing that I never actually went on a date or had sex with this guy. But while, before I knew that it was never going to happen, he was like, hey, um, I'm going to, you know, do you want to get together? Whatever, Friday night, whatever night it was going to be. And it was clear, like, this was going to be a hookup. Like, it wasn't going right. to be like, let's go to a movie. It was going to be like, I'll come over to your house you and we'll have sex. We might go to Yogurt Land afterwards. But so I'm like, yeah, awesome. We're going to have sex, right? So then he sends me a text, uh, maybe the day before, that says, hey, would you be up for a three-way? And my feelings on that in general are I have done it two times in my life a very long time ago. And one time was really a nightmare. And this other time was actually kind of fun. So I'm pretty square when it comes to the sex stuff. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm kind of boring. I'm not super, super edgy and wild. And, but, you know, I kind of, there was a moment when he said, 
hey, would you be up for a three-way that I kind of thought, well... You were on the rebound. Maybe I am up for a three-way. Maybe I am. Maybe this time. And so, but I'm not an idiot, so I was like, well, with who? I mean, who the third person is is going to be a factor in this decision, right? And he goes, well, I can't send you a picture because he's on television. And I'm like, now I'm super intrigued. So now I'm going to act like I'm way more into it. Because now I have to know who it is. So I'm like, well, I'm sure it's a go. But I do need to know who it is beforehand. You know, obviously. Come on. And he's like, well, I can't really say anything. But but we go back and forth. And I'm like, look, it's not going to happen until you tell me who it is. And he goes, well, do you watch Bravo? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Right? I mean, I suck dick. Obviously, I watch Bravo. Right? And he goes, well, he hosts the reunion shows. So I text back, oh, my God, it's Andy Cohen. Right. So... He's like, okay, well, you figured it out. I didn't tell you. So I'm like, no, the deal's off. And I was like, frankly, I'm, I didn't say this, but if you have sex with Andy Cohen, now I don't even want to have sex with you anymore. He's got that kind of cooties. Yeah, he's so, just, he's so just repellent to me. Yeah. And oily and just everything that's bad about show business. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And, so, um, and so then... I spent a little more time online, and that's when I found out that the guy was doing like bareback yeah. porn. So thank God, Andy Cohen kind of saved my life. Now he that did. I think about it, maybe that's your this one is man another show. This is another positive story about Andy Cohen. Yeah. You for you, it's I want to fuck that cup, and for right. me, it's Andy Cohen saved my life by attempting to have a three way with me. Yeah, well, they they actually ended up with a three way. It was Andy and the dude and a Starbucks, <laughs> Starbucks cup. Oh, but I will shit say this: out of that Starbucks cup. He did while I was trying to get him to tell me who it was. Yeah. He sent my picture to Andy, oh, and Andy was into it. So I'm very conflicted because on one hand, I guess it's flattering. Sure. But on the other hand, now Andy Cohen knows that I could have had a three with them and And shot him down. Yeah. Because of him. Yeah. That I was into the first guy and he was the deal breaker. Yeah. Good luck getting invited to that D-list reunion. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm never going to like, as if Bravo is really beating down my door as it is. But, uh. Yeah. So there's that. That's my Andy Cohen story, which I have well, no business telling in the media. But this isn't really media. No, this is just it's us just the comedy couch. couch yeah, I always liked. I liked him in my interactions with him, but I have not watched the full Watch What Happens. They're horrible and it's yeah. clumsy, and it should be such a fun look. We're Bravo, and we sort of take these people that shouldn't be stars, and we kind of give yeah. them this platform, and they become like celebrities and we're just gonna have fun because it's not real celebrities so we can like relax a little but they're so much more self-important than when you see julia roberts on the tonight show oh yeah that it's like well this is like you managed to make a talk show less fun with even with all their shows though new nyc prep and miami social it's like assholes on parade well, they're like, yeah, if you're an they, asshole, you got a shot at a show. Right. No, Period. they are the dick network. Period. They're yeah, like totally. dicks. Totally. They sh- their tagline should be, watch these assholes. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> watch what happens with these assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. So, um. Should we talk about another thing? Yeah, let's do it. Well, we both saw Bruno. I laughed a lot. Well, I, first of all, I love that we're talking about Bruno a month after it came out. Sure, people, it's a hot button movie. People want to know. It's on video. Fuck it. Um, I was so excited for Bruno. And we have some friends that had seen screenings of Bruno and were part of the 
in conjunction with glad saying this is bad for gay people and they should make some edits yeah. and and i was like oh stop being so self-important and it's just sasha baron cohen's a genius and it's going to be funny and yeah from the trailer i was even saying look it looks like there's a way more argument there's more of an argument to be made about the anti-semitism than the, the homophobia yeah from the, the trailer then i saw the movie and that is definitely true i feel like the anti-semitism is much worse than the homophobia and even then i think the spirit of it is clearly satire so i don't yeah. have a problem with it but for me i thought it was just a really poorly made movie and it was kind of it felt a little slapdash yeah like they made it in a weekend yeah and made it for half a million dollars but then spent 30 million dollars promoting yeah. it which i, did I laugh always a lot, resent i didn't laugh that much i found myself and I felt laughing like, a lot i felt like they set up these really hilarious premises that i was giggling at in my seat yeah and then it would happen and then it didn't give me the belly yeah. laugh that i was expecting i was gonna have yeah well i had a free ticket because i was an amc movie watcher with a thousand clip? points or whatever clip took you to the movies clip took me to the movies that little oh. queen that little animated two-dimensional queen did he try to touch you no did he fuck the cup he fucked the shit out of that popcorn cup <laughs> oh my god um clip it, is a total fag right we fun, do know i that. do think that clip the amc guy is the gayest thing since that he's A-game. the gayest mascot ever oh my gosh he's gayer than snagglepuss <laughs> and we know what a slot sloppy bottom that dude is for for our younger viewers yeah i can't i don't even, i couldn't even draw snagglepuss i couldn't pick snagglepuss out of a lineup but i do remember his voice he's like exit stage right or whatever oh yes yeah um Bruno, in terms of the homophobia stuff, mm. I watched that movie and I thought, this movie has nothing to do with me. It's just kooky whack. Right. It was like, I couldn't even think of it in a political term. But I did I did get a gig out of that scene, and it's so dumb, but it made me laugh when he went to the psychic to contact Millie and Vanilli yes. and pantomimed that whole But yet the psychic blood. didn't get nearly as upset about that as I wanted him to. He I didn't just like really that the get, psychic like, I wanted him to be there. horrified, right. But he was kind of like, yeah, this happens sometimes. Yeah. That's maybe what I, well, what I loved is when, when um, Bruno finished, the psychic just said something right away as though nothing had happened. It made me laugh. Yeah, no, it made yeah. me laugh a little, like I went, ha But I thought, oh my God, this is so hilarious. He's totally putting fingers up an imaginary ass. Of Amelia or, or Of Vanilli. either Manili or Vanilli. Yeah. And, but then I'm like, oh, this is going to slay me when this guy freaks out and the psychic is going to like run out of there and he's going to, no, nothing. He just I like that and, he did know nothing, I guess. Well. I don't know. I didn't pay eight dollars to see No Nothing. I know you got in for free. I got in for but free. Some of us I didn't paid give up my 150 points. Full, full effing price. Oh, I have a breaking news tip for everyone in the world. What? It's not that exciting, but it's in this economy. So I collect my Coke Rewards points, right? And I tear off the things when I buy a 12 pack of Coke, okay. and I'm a member, whatever. And you get to redeem your stuff for like a hat or a T-shirt or whatever. But get this. Um, Condé Nast is doing a lot of magazine subscriptions through my Coke Rewards, and they're not that many points. So with you know with some some of your points, you can get like Vanity Fair for a year or Esquire for a year or whatever. So hmm. isn't that a good tip? Well, how many points do you get for a twelve uh, pack? Like for of Diet a twelve Coke? pack, you probably get ten points. And then so, what is a magazine subscription for a year? Probably, I think like a hundred. Some of them are like 150, 200 points. So, but right. if you, but if so, you, basically for two months worth of Diet Coke. Yeah, like which, I, the, which you're spending anyway. Right, I've been a Mike Coke Rewards guy for a while, but not t- not a super long time. And I go on there and I'm going to see, oh, I can get a hat or some dumb thing with right. my points, and I could get any number of these magazine subscriptions. I was like, that's a pleasant surprise. Wow. All right. So there's that. That's good. I know. That's a nice little. Uh... That's a nice little tip. 
I um, went and got a $5 footlong tonight to take to lunch tomorrow. That's good. And already $5 footlong is like, wow, this is a bargain. Like I, it, it does feel good. Like, yeah. and I got the, whatever chicken club was some like low fat yeah. bullshit. Um, and you know, I got it on the whole wheat and I get the low fat mayonnaise and I'm like really doing it because I have to come home and watch more to love. So I'm really trying to dial right. it down because right. you can't sit here eating ice cream, watching more to love. That's, you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, the guy brings it up and he goes, five dollars like it's not there's no tax it's not 621 or 588 or whatever it's literally five dollars no out tax. the door wow that's almost as good as cash for clunkers well i just thought like that's insane yeah it's five dollar foot long and you literally can walk in with just a five dollar bill and leave with your sandwich that's a beautiful thing so anyway i guess we should wrap things up on that happy fuck note fuck that deal i want to fuck that five dollar foot long i, <laughs> I want to fuck that sandwich and then go to yogurt land and fuck some of that if I got any jizz left in me. I'm going to take a Cialis and I'm going to fuck a $5 foot long and I'm going to fuck a yogurt land oh. and I'm going to fuck that cup. Good and luck gonna... getting them to call you though. <laughs> and then I'm going to call Andy Cohen and then I'll lose my boner. Why do <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for listening to The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Please send us an email. We yes. love it so much. We're desperate. We're needy, just like the fat women on More to Love. Yeah, I want to know what songs that, that cabaret artist should sing now in her cabaret based on her experience on More to Love. Maybe yeah, oh, we that's have a little true. Contest. I think um, uh, someday he'll come along, <laughs> the man I love. Yeah. That's a good one um, that she might sing. That ain't no way to treat a lady. No wow, you way. are really digging I can't deep do that a, one. I have friends that can do really good Helen Reddy. Helen Reddy. That is, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, you guys, thanks for listening. Uh, right. maybe, make sure you check out our sponsors. Clean George. It's an alcohol-free, 100% natural, amazing hand sanitizer. Oh, I want to fuck and that sanitizer. You're fuck that Clean George <laughs> at uh, cleangeorge.com. <laughs> and... Uh, VanityMark.com, maker of the best lip balm in the world, Dr. Kiss. And you know what I want to do to that lip balm? I, I, I want to fuck Dr. Kiss. <laughs> I'll say it. I want to fuck Dr. Kiss. We always <laughs> wanted to fuck a doctor. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you for listening to The Comedy Couch. With Dennis Hensley. And Tony Tripoli. Goodbye now. <laughs>